0: You know what's interesting is that everyone knows who you're talking about when you talk about the ideal mother who juggles. Hang on to your hats, everybody. Hello, Biggie. You're so soaking wet. <laughs> Let me just holler up to Peter to help you, Sierra, because you will not be able to keep them off. <laughs> hey, bro! One moment, everybody. Oh, please.
1: The juggling mother. We all know her. We see her on our screens. She's Mila Kunis in Bad Bombs, frantic to excel at work and hold her family together, but somehow always dressed in a blouse that we all know needed ironing. It's Claire Huxtable from The Cosby Show, a lawyer, wife, mother, never breaking a sweat. It's Claire Dumphy from Modern Family, constantly picking up the pieces of disaster but never truly failing. We know these moms, we love these moms, we aspire to be these moms, but have these moms set us up to fail?
0: I think my fascination with gendered labor began as a kid watching my parents juggle the responsibilities of the household. I mean, there's a lot of joy, but there was a lot of stress and tension trying to just get through the day of, you know, dishes and, and laundry and that kind of thing. And how like isolated families are to kind of manage these systems alone. We didn't ask neighbors for help. We didn't have people dropping snacks off. I took that through to grad school and while I tried to take other degree programs, I kept writing about the same thing.
1: <laughs> Dr. Amanda Watson is a lecturer of the Department of Sociology and Anthropology and an associate member of the Department of Gender, Sexuality, and Women's Studies at Simon Fraser University. She's a wife, a mom to a kindergartner, and a young daughter. She's a dog mom to two pups. She's a daughter, a friend. She's also the author of the book, The Juggling Mother, Coming Undone in the Age of Anxiety. She's also curious how we, women, got here.
0: I kept coming back to this kind of unpaid labor burden um, that's gendered and like that's feminized and also racialized. Um, But also, I think, um, the emotional consequences of, of the load women still do more unpaid work around the home even as they work for pay women do more pickups and drop-offs they do more chores you know they like make it all better when things go sideways with kids i want to know why we do it if we know it's unfair
1: (laughs) i'm christine pilkington and this is as a mother presented by VancouverMom.ca and funded by the government of canada In this series, we get to know eight moms in Vancouver who've shown incredible resilience, passion, strength, and flexibility through everything the last two years have thrown at us. Moms are jugglers, acrobats even, and always wanting to know more, do more. Yet, Amanda is asking why, and how can we shift some of that mental load? This is I Learn as a Mother. As a Mother is brought to you by VancouverMom.ca, a digital resource for parents looking to find the best activities for kids and families in Metro Vancouver. Stay in the know when it comes to the best local kid shops, kid-friendly restaurants, playgrounds, local events, camps, and activities when you sign up for our newsletter at VancouverMom.ca slash subscribe. That's VancouverMom.ca slash subscribe.
0: I got stuck in this problem myself. Like I was like married to somebody and um, we agreed to share things 50-50 and like it was like 90-10 at times. My um, grad school research was on representations of mothers in the popular sphere and I decided to write the book, Juggling Mother, when I had a baby and realized how stuck and entrenched, like how, how stuck I was to this dream of this like, have it all. The book is about how We understand mothers to be ultimately capable at um, two irreconcilable jobs. The juggling mother who who works for pay and does more than her fair share of unpaid work in the home and experiences related stress, anxiety, and depression as a result. But also what I found in looking at the representations in popular media like working moms and bad mom um, and you know, popular film, she also leaves other women behind. She's able-bodied, she's capable, you know, she she will joke about how stressed out she was but she'll never actually drop the ball. That's where the title came from. She's like unfairly burdened and also stubbornly attached to this ideal. I, I realized that I was in the middle of that. I would say things to my partner like, yeah, this is really unfair but I'm totally gonna crush everyone.
1: Amanda's writing and her work explores the effect balancing paid and unpaid labor has on women when combined with nuclear family arrangements, social pressures to pursue best practices in parenting, and unsustainable economic and environmental futures. Oh, and add in a pandemic and a war, and how on top of it all, we're attempting to look after ourselves.
0: That, like, kind of secret desire to, like, be better than everyone else. Like, it was a really unhealthy... Anti-community kind of place to be. When I first um, like became pregnant, I remember feeling this like uh, weight on my chest, like this sort of sense of needing to keep everyone together, be 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 always thinking about um, like the running kind of family to-do list. And I I don't think mothers in our culture um, are taught to. View their own needs as important, like they, when, especially when they're keeping young people alive. Especially because this was happening um, in the pandemic, like our our schedule was like on a, like a, a notepad on the kitchen table that was like we divided the day into one hour segments, including like when the kids would get screen time and when they'd have to be outside and like working out and try to be eating well and like how, you know keep all of these goals alive at a time when something had to give.
1: We've all heard this stat over and over, but Forbes reports nearly 1.1 million women dropped out of the workforce between February 2020 and March 2021, with unemployment rates for women with children being even higher. Marginalized mothers, single mothers, mothers living on the poverty line are affected most. Childcare is at an ultimate premium. It's difficult asking for help. We don't know if schools are going to remain open. And you know what? We're buckling.
0: I actually just hit such a wall that I could not get out of bed. I I actually went to the hospital um, and was like very iron deficient, realized I hadn't been eating well um, or caring for myself like at all, like lost a bunch of weight. And um, yeah, we we needed to make a change because I, I realized like I don't know how long I will be able to sustain this. Like, can I live? It felt like my body gave up on me like, or sent me a signal that was like, I need to find a balance of moving my body enough, getting out of the house enough. You know, you have to take what you need sometimes. Imagine alternative kinship, different ways of relating to each other, different ways of relying on each other. Get to know your community, get to know the needs of your neighbors and, um, learn how to kind of like serve and care in these like micro-local ways.
1: Micro-local, community, I like it. That saying about a village isn't wrong, you know.
0: I first started with um, Peter, my husband. I do less now at home than, than he does. I called Peter's parents, we need some help with the bedtime routine and the dogs. Can you pick up my daughter, bring her home that night. Also recently reached out to friends nearby. Can I ask you to like do something with our kids once a month? And they were like, "Sure, yeah, anytime." That felt awesome. The thing I imagine, like the utopian vision I have for families, just living well together and not having these like intense feelings of um, guilt when we ask for help, um, or you know, shame if we feel like we're going to fail. It's really about human connections over uh, paid labor and success.
1: If you're a business or organization looking to target moms in Vancouver, you know that it's tough to find a reliable, professional way to reach them. Digital advertising is expensive and complicated. It takes time to find the right influencer to work with, and mainstream advertising costs a fortune, and it targets everyone, not just moms. VancouverMom.ca is a digital resource that connects businesses with parents in Vancouver. When you partner with VancouverMom.ca, you leverage our reputation as a trusted resource for parents when it comes to finding the best local, kid-friendly activities in Vancouver. You'll also get your company in front of our audience of over 8,000 weekly subscribers, 14,000 Facebook followers, and 16,000 followers on Instagram. We have options for every budget. Download our media kit today. Visit vancouvermom.ca slash advertise. That's vancouvermom.ca advertise to learn more. So why is asking for help so hard? It's a serious question because we all struggle with it. We have this idea that we can manage it all without support, that we should be able to handle it all. It's upsetting that so many have to hit rock bottom before reaching out.
0: I'm doing something that other people um, have always been forced to do to to, to, to get their extra needs met or don't have the option to do. For many people, it's a necessary way of life because our social welfare state just does not provide for families. Like, that's just the reality.
1: Amanda's current projects explore the contours of caring labour post-COVID and how young people imagine their families facing climate emergencies. She's going deep. She recognises the issues we're facing, as parents, as mothers, as people, and looks to research, sociology and community to work out how we can evolve. If Amanda, whose profession asks her to examine society's downfalls daily, finds herself caught up in the stereotypes, do the rest of us have a chance?
0: This is an opportunity, I think, for uh, people with more power to shuffle it around a little bit. That simple kind of shift in mindset might actually have huge implications for the way we can live together across communities. I think um, we'd all be feeling some hope.
1: As a Mother is produced by VancouverMom.ca. You can access all this content at asamother.ca. The team behind The Magic is myself, executive producer Christine Pilkington. Videos and podcasts are directed and produced by Kahani Pictures, Indra Nirwan, and Danny Barker with cinematographers Mitch Francis and Gerald Sue. Jen Wint is our production manager. Lori McGrath manages promotions. Alexandra Vigu does the writing, and Veronica Bobka manages our social and getting all of our content online and shareable. This project is partially funded by a Government of Canada Heritage Grant in an effort to support communities through arts and heritage and made possible in part by the Government of Canada. Join us next time for the story of another Vancouver mom challenging the status quo, showing resilience, pivoting businesses, families and lives through the challenges of pandemic parenting, racism, systemic oppression and beyond. They're changing the corner of the world we live in as a mother.